and welcome again to an altogether more fascinating edition of Just Plain Sense, the Equality and Diversity Podcast. With me, Christine Burns. Herpes! I wish I'd never heard of herpes! I must admit I'm far from chirpy since I discovered what I've caught. They're described as Britain's sassiest, funniest, craziest musical comedians. Imagine sex in the city with harmonies, according to their agent. The Mail on Sunday said, See them before you die, or your life will have been meaningless. Fascinating Aida have been collecting ecstatic hyperbole from reviewers for a quarter of a century and have an immensely loyal fan base. Yet in Britain, at least, musical comedy and satire is still not an area that all that many women have conquered. Yes, there are examples, but you can probably count them on your fingers. So what's the secret of showbiz success and longevity for three women with a wicked sense of humour? To find out, I went to Salford Keys to meet one of fascinating Aida's longest-serving members, Adele Anderson. I should have been much more discerning. Adele, welcome to Just Plain Sense. Have you ever been podcasted before? I've never been podcasted before, so it's a nice new experience. Actually, no, I tell a lie. I do beg your pardon. I w- was once uh, podcasted by two guys who were doing some kind of um, theatrical show every week where they played their favourite show tunes and they talked to me about Fascinating Aida, but only once. Well, first of all, I've got to ask, um, your last tour and album back in 2003 was was called One Last Flutter. And you were then, all of you, talking about hanging up your sequins and doing no more shows. So so what's changed to, to uh, change your mind? Well, I think we we felt that we'd run out of steam at that time. We never actually said we were retiring per se because people keep keep coming up now saying oh you said you were retiring and Dilly always says well this Dilly Keane who, mm. who founded the group she always says no I never said we were retiring I just said we were going off to do other things <laughs> so and anyway the Rolling Stones I mean Tina Turner's just um she's she retired a few years ago she's come back Cher has been retiring for many many years but I think it's to do with the fact that uh I mean, times are tough now, and in in t- tough times, people need to laugh. And now there is a lot more to say. I was just thinking that Frank Sinatra spent all his, half his career retiring. Oh, absolutely. So uh, the thing is, I think as a performer, you uh, you think you can give it up, and then you you just find you can't. And also, uh, what Dilly always says, it's fascinating. I do is the best idea she ever had, and it is a marvelous uh, vehicle. A, to show off our own talents, but B, when we've got things to say and, and we are political and social satirists and, and uh, when you have stuff to say, well, it's time to come out again and say it. Why the name Fascinating Aida? Oh, it's, it's just, it's just a, a, a silly name, really. Um, it came many years ago when uh, Dilly had uh, got this gig on Stop the Week. Well, no, she, she was on Start the Week, first of all, and then... Uh, the producer of Stop the Week rang up and said, would you like to come and write songs on Stop the Week? But uh, I think one voice and a piano would sound a little bit thin. He was from Hungary after five uh, five very conversations. So do you have any musicians that you work with? And she said, well, I've got these two girlfriends I sing with a bit. And uh, he said, oh, that will be fine. So about half an hour before... That um, they they were they got their first commission. They were writing, and the producer rang up and said, uh, "Oh, by the way, what's your name?" Because we 
we are going to be doing a trailer in half an hour. And she said, well, we haven't really got a name. And she said, oh, well, I'll call you the Dilly Keen Trio then. And Dilly said, I don't think the other girls would ever forgive me for that. It <laughs> makes us sound like an ageing beat combo. And they had a quick discussion. They came up with this name, Fascinating Aida. Now that came from Dilly has a, a very good friend called Fitz, who was in Mexico City with an American um, girlfriend of his. And he said, what shall we do tonight? It's our last night in Mexico City. And she said, oh, why don't we go and see um, Fascinating Aida? And he said, oh, what are you talking about? She said, you know that dame who's appearing at the Mexico Hilton? He said, you mean Super Olga? Now, Super, they'd seen posters for Super Olga, um, 83, because obviously she did a show every year. And she was appearing at the Mexico Hilton, so they went along to see her. She was very beautiful and exotic. She she came on stage. She danced. Uh, she sang. Um, she danced with a snake. She got tossed about by chorus boys. Excuse me, I'm just going to cough. <clears throat> and then um, she uh, she did a striptease. And underneath, she was wearing a see-through bodysuit with uh, sequins on it. And uh, she, which became the fo- and mirror, no little mirrors as well, which became the focal point of a laser beam light show. And the final uh, explosion was all the lasers centered on her crutch and went shooting around <laughs> all over the room. And then she came back on um, and told jokes with a comedian. And then they they played bells. They had bells strapped to various parts of their anatomy, and of course the top notes were were strapped to her her nipples, which she 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 shook vigorously. And then finally she took up the gypsy violin and played it fantastically. And Fitz, who was very difficult to please, said it was the most complete evening's entertainment he'd ever witnessed in his entire theatrical life. And came back and said to Dilly, you must change your name to Fascinating Aida because he'd been very taken by this. And she said, I think Dilly Keene is bad enough for people to cope with hard enough. Uh, but everyone knew this story and so that's how it came so it's just a silly name but we got so fed up with being asked about it over the years that we came up up with various other uh, stories that we would tell in rotation one was that it was the code name of um, uh, Marilyn who was our current soprano she I think it was the code name of her grandmother who'd been a member of the French resistance um Dilly said it was the name of a prize pig that her <laughs> father had bred, and he gave he used to give his sows all you know funny names. And I think mine was that it was a um, a bizarre sexual practice that involved things that I couldn't talk about on the radio. So, <laughs> but none of those are true. That that is the true story. I noticed, I noticed a sequin reference coming in there as well. We'll come back to that in yes. a moment. But I mean, that was that was twenty five years ago, and and since then, fascinating Aida seems to have have had a, a sort of a, an enduring uh, appeal for for audiences of, of all ages, and partic- obviously particularly women. Why do you think that is? Well, I think to blow our own trumpet, I think the material is excellent, and um, and it stands the test of time. Uh, as you say, people. Um, we've got people coming along now, young people, who say, you know, I've been listening to your songs since I was four. My parents have always played them in the car and I've learned to sing along to them. You know, I've been singing the Herpes Tango since I was four years old. And uh, I have to say that now that some people are even bringing their grandchildren because (laughs) they were quite old. Um, And also, I don't think there's anybody else really that does what we do. So, so if we're not doing it, uh, nobody else will 
It's, it's not seen as a women's thing, is it? Because I, I was thinking through some of the, the, the sort of equivalents in, in men's terms. There's, there's Tom Lehrer. Obviously, all, a lot of them are single acts as well, aren't they? There's to, Tom Lehrer. I was li- listening to Jake Thackeray this morning on, on the radio. Lots of others. But apart from perhaps uh, Victoria Wood, I can't, I can't think of any, any other women who, who do this sort of act. And Victoria Wood doesn't really. I mean, she's, mm. she's, she's a stand-up comedian who mm. sings the occasional song. And in fact, um, if you ask them to name a Victoria Wood song, it would probably be Let, Let's Do It, you know, Beat Me on the Bottom yeah, of the that's what Woman's Weekly. Of, yeah. Well, that's one. That's one song. And we've written several hundred of them over the years. Um, and I think it's a it's a, a, a good combination. I mean, Dilly and I uh, um, have been the core of it for a long time. and uh, But be, both of us have not been blessed with what I would call exquisite singing voices, which is not a necessity for cabaret, let's face it. But mm-hmm. um, we always like to have a soprano um, who, who to make us sound good. And sopranos are highly volatile creatures. And every so often, I don't know if uh, any of your listeners know the, the movie, uh, This is Spinal Tap. Mm-hmm. And there are, uh, the drummers keep self-combusting. <laughs> they just blow up. And that's rather like what happens with sopranos. They, they, they're fine and then... The next week, suddenly, they, they, they go, oh, I can't do this anymore, and, and, um, and rush off. And uh, Dilly and I did get a complex for a bit until we just discovered that that actually just is what sopranos are like. But our current soprano, Liza Pullman, has, has been with us for five years, and bless her, she joined us in a hurry because some, uh, another of our sopranos had, had, had gone, and um, we had uh, outstanding commitments coming up. And we did those commitments, and then we didn't perform together for four years, but, but she, she stuck around, and luckily we didn't have to find yet another one when, when we decided to do this tour. Mm. One thing I was going to say about that, actually, is, is that your lineup has changed over the years. Does that, does that cause problems? Um, well, no, not really, because Dilly and I um, write the material, and I think as long as the sopranos understand that that's, that that's the way it works... Uh, the great thing about Liza is that even though she's she's younger than we are, she was brought up in a deeply theatrical family and she has been singing. I mean, she, she's a huge fan of Fats Waller and Fats Waller is, was a big influence on Dilly's um, style of piano playing. And so she knows all the same cultural references that we do. And she understands about singing in an old-fashioned style. She did actually train as a as an opera singer to start with. She... She uh, she was a junior principal at Glindbourne, so she's she's seen, you know, she's obviously you know she's she's got the uh, the voice there, but she's also got the comic timing. So uh, three can be a difficult number, but you you know you you have to make these things work. Doesn't matter if you sing out of tune, so long as you're German. Doesn't matter if you can hardly croon So long as you're German So if you haven't got a note in your head Put on a silly accent instead And people will stop wishing you were dead So long as you're German Doesn't matter if the notes are all wrong People are squirming. Just make the tune up as you go along. Pretend you're German. And if your voice sounds
like it's coming to a strainer. Sing it out of sync like Marlena, and soon you'll be compared to Lottie Lania, who was German. Here you are at the beginning of another tour now in 2009, in January. Um, who's in the lineup for this one? Right, well, um, I have mentioned both her names already. Uh, Dilly Keen, has, mm. she founded the group. I'm not a founder member of the group. I joined after a year. Um, originally, there was a, a, a Canadian girl called Lizzie Richardson, and she was a soprano. Marilyn Cutts was the uh, mezzo, and Dilly was the contralto. And then when Lizzie left, Marilyn moved up to soprano and I became the, the mezzo. Lots of people think, because I have a, quite a, a low voice and a low speaking voice, that I sing um, on the bottom, but I don't. Dilly sings mm. on the bottom. And the, so then we have remained constant since 1984. And then over the years, as I say, we've had these, these various sopranos. And uh, now Liza, Liza Pullman is our our latest one and that we hope will be our last mm-hmm. one and uh, she as I said she comes from a very theatrical family her mother is an actress called Barbara Young who was a founding member of um, Theatre Workshop with Joan Littlewood and she's uh, um, appeared in lots of Arnold Wesker plays over the years and she's currently um, she's been in Last of a Summer Wine and I think she's going into Corrie now she's just doing some, some stuff in Coronation Street her not fa- a lot of singing in Corrie uh, no, but in fact, her mother was a was a singer as well when she was younger, and Liza um, has a sister, an older sister, and they grew up singing duets together. Uh, so they, she, she did, she'd done a lot of close harmony work anyway over the years, and her father was uh, was Jack Pullman, who was a famous screenwriter. He was sort of the Andrew Davis of his day. He did the adaptation of I Claudius, the famous one with Derek Jacobi. He wrote the screenplay for Kidnap that Michael Caine did. Um, sadly, um, he died, oh, I think she said 30 years ago. Um, but, uh, but but her mother is still going strong, of course. Now, I, I've been looking over your CV and thinking mm. that you know, you've not obviously been resting since, since since the last tour. In fact, you've been doing a lot of, of theatre work. So, I mean, which do you prefer the most, uh, acting or, uh, or or singing? I think um, if I were to say that I preferred acting to singing, it would sound very disingenuous to to the thing that's given <laughs> given me my career. Such pleasure. <clears throat> but because I've done such a lot of singing now, mm. I do relish it when I get a when I get a nice acting role. Um, I have to say that most of uh, a lot of my acting stuff has been on the fringe because still in the West End, I don't think they quite know know what to do with me and the great thing about the fringe is that you do get to play all sorts of roles that you probably wouldn't even be considered for for instance I did a I was in a production of a best little whorehouse in Texas a couple of years ago on the fringe and I was playing a role that really is written for a black woman it's it's part of the maid to the madame called Jewel but um, the director wanted me to do it and uh I suppose I brought a, a sort of. I think in you know in the show she's the only black woman in it, so she's obviously a, a slightly apart from the from the others. So um, I think I I was able to bring that kind of slightly apart <laughs> partners uh, um, t- to the role, and uh, I also got to play um, the Elaine uh, Stritch role in um, 
uh, follies, you know, Stephen Sondheim's follies, uh, which he saw. It was filmed and it was sent over to see uh, to it. And he, um, I mean, he's a fan of Fascinating Aida anyway. He came to see us in New York. So I I love it. I Because the other thing is that with Fascinating Aida, we create the work ourselves. So anybody that... Uh, wants to employ me I always think that's marvellous hey I didn't have to do anything they just rang me up and offered mm. me the part and then of course I, I've, I, I've played my, my um, share of Wicked Queens uh, in Panto over the years I love doing Panto I absolutely adore it and uh, I love the smell of fresh urine on the seats in the morning <laughs> you know, so. is, it, is it true you're not allowed to throw sweets at the kids anymore? Um I think they have to be soft-scented now. It is ridiculous. Or you have to lob them gently. It is, it, yes, it is ridiculous. The health and safety is just ludicrous. So much so that, in fact, we have a very long song about it in our current show. Well, that brings us back to fascinating idea in the, in the current show. You, 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 I mean, you've started the tour now. Um, you, you're doing two, well, in fact, you've done one night at the Lowry and we're seeing you again tonight. Um, then where do you go? We... Uh, well, the tour has been split. This is kind of a preview bit of the tour. Not to say that anybody who's come to see us in Larry hasn't got, a, you know, the full show. But, but we're still working on some new material because we're recording a new album in a few weeks' time. And then, basically, we're touring, um, I wouldn't say all over the UK. I'm afraid a lot of it is quite down south at the moment. But we are planning um, to do an autumn tour as well. So any of the places that we, we missed out on this tour, we will be, uh, hopefully, you know, we'll be able to fit in in the autumn. Now, I did have two specific questions from listeners. One was, do you have anything against Brighton because you don't seem to have been there, or Yorkshire? Or oh, Yorkshire. Um, we have been to, uh, we've played Leeds many times. We've played the West Yorkshire Playhouse many times because Jude Kelly, who used to run it, was a good good pal of ours. Um Leeds Varieties, I'm afraid City Varieties, will never go there again until they get a new piano because it's, it's I'm sorry to say, but it is firewood and it's about time they threw it out. Um, and um, Brighton, we have played many times. I don't know why it isn't on the current tour at the moment, but these it, it often depends on with, if they've got the availability mm. when we're available. So it's, we don't have anything against, <laughs> we have anything against <laughs> it at all. And what's the other question? Um. And then, no, that was oh, both, that was that was both questions. Um, so if people want to know where the tour dates are, they can go to your website, I take it, and that is? www.fascinating-aida.co.uk And there also there is um, uh, our fan club, which is called BAFA, British Association of Fans of Fascinating Aida. And through that, you can order all of the CDs. And um, there is some sheet music, too, if you want, if you, you can order. And um, we finally got into the 21st century. And you can pay by PayPal now before you had to send a check. And it was snail mail. But uh, now you can actually do it by PayPal. And you can see videos there. And, and you've got your um, your albums on iTunes as well. Uh do we? Yes, oh, you that's do. Something new—that's marvelous. <laughs> well, uh, you see, uh, we hand things over to people, and we leave them to get on with it. And yes, and there's quite a lot of us on YouTube now, and there's um, uh, more people. More and more people are doing our material as well. There's a, a woman called Amanda Palmer, who from a fabulous duo called the Dresden Dolls. I do urge you to check them out. Who does uh, "Look, Mummy, No Hands"? Uh, of course, Patty Lepone. 
Broadway Diva has recorded a couple of our songs. And um, then there's a little group called the Vogabonds, a three-women group, who do our material. And uh, there's a the, the older lady in that is sings Jealousy and does a very good job of it. I've never heard anybody else sing that song. That was when I used to sing Torch songs in Fascinating Idea. We, we, we always used to... Uh, have a torch song each but we've decided in the end that actually there's too much political material just to indulge ourselves with torch songs in every show so shall we finish the show with one of your tunes yes now this if there is a theme song for fascinating Ida, this is it um basically we took our uh, the inspiration for this from sophie tucker who always used to say, no matter how tough times were, I always made sure I had a gorgeous gown. So we're living in very, very difficult times now. But this song says, no matter how uh, tough times get, you can always cheer yourself up by following this advice. When life has got you down, you're broke, you're on your uppers, and you don't know who to call your friend. When for weeks and months you've rocked it And your pickanies have stopped it You feel you've really reached the bitter end When your mother-in-law has run away with your teenage son And the river, yes, the river's your only hope Don't do it! No, don't jump! Take a tip from me, you chump Some of the men. 